0: Thank you. Today, I am talking about Virgo season and this is probably some of you are listening to this as a live stream um here in clubhouse or some of you guys might be listening to this on the chakras and cuss Words podcast so either way that you're listening to it i am just glad that you're here and you are ready to learn about virgo season i will be asking um if you have any questions please place them in the chat. Um, I will answer the questions right around the time I get done with the horoscopes and going over what the Virgo means if you want to come on stage and ask a question just be aware that you will be recorded and this will be played on chakras and cuss Words podcast so um you will be on the show just to let you know if you do continue to have your hand raised as i see some of you in the audience do or you could just answer your question in the chat i please ask that you share out this room I give it some love. I pinned my latest vlog on Welcome to Virgo season and how to tap into your feminine energy for this season. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into it about what the Virgo really resembles, um, traits of the Virgo, what you need to know about Virgo season. So the Virgo is a earth sign. It is known as the key word and the key sensation as analyzation. Virgos tend to be thinkers, right? They are ruled by Mercury. They are also very much centered in daily practices because they are the ruler of the sixth house. And the sixth house is all about the health and the wellness and the rituals and creating that balance of um, every day into this alchemy of life. And that's really kind of what the Virgo is. Most Virgos, some people say Virgos seem a little um, like they have that I don't give a fuck attitude, right? Um, they say that Virgos tend to be like, eh, I'm over it pretty quicker than some of the um, the other zodiacs. Maybe they don't show their emotions quite like a Cancer or a Scorpio or even an Aries that the Virgos tend to almost feel a little emotionless, right? The Virgo is a mutable sign. And what that means is the Virgo isn't a cardinal sign. So it's not the season starter. It's a mutable sign, which is right around towards the end of the season right when we think about it the virgo is kind of like ending this summer season it's going to end it in september and then we're going to transition into libra season so the virgo is kind of like the one who's like ending it right which means that the virgo is very sturdy and has a strong foundation especially being a earth element, and it's very much placed in that root center, but the Virgo is also very flexible and dynamic where the Virgo can kind of, um, adapt to new things where versus maybe, um, an other earth sign that is fixed to like a Taurus might be a little bit more stubborn. It's like, yeah, no, that's not for me. I'm not adapting. I'm not flexible like that. I'm not flexible like that Virgo, right? You know, the Taurus might be a sign that's really grounded in their roots as a earth sign where versus the Virgo's a little bit more flexible. So the Virgo is known as the maiden. That's traditionally what the Virgo is known for. But a lot of people actually believe that the Virgo is more of a goddess sign. It's actually known to be the goddess of wheat and bringing in that area of wheat and fall and transition of life and alchemy. So that's really what the Virgo stands for, right? The Virgo loves to be around other people. It enjoys having solidarity with other groups and getting along with others, but the Virgo does like to self-retreat, right? The Virgo likes that alone time and also likes that time where they're on their individual path. Versus like, let's say a Gemini, where a Gemini is kind of, you know, more of a social butterfly, right? More of that communication type leader, where a Virgo might kind of isolate themselves sometimes. Also with the Virgo, the Virgo is very, very structured. And sometimes when a Mercury retrograde hits, it will throw a course the Virgo and also um the the Virgo and I just went completely blank somebody else tell me which which other sign uh mercury rules cuz I know it's two but I just went completely blank the Virgo will some oh gemini and will sometimes feel a little bit scattered right and a little bit off balance, but traditionally the Virgo is very well balanced. So everybody, if you want, you can drop your zodiac in the um, the comments. Oh yes, the Gemini is what Mercury also rules. If you have a question, I will bring you up on stage after I go through the horoscopes. But just a gentle reminder: this is a live stream recording, and you will be on Chakras and Cusswords podcast with your question. So for the Virgo, this is happening in your first house, meaning the sun is in your first house. And I know you guys are ready for these horoscopes. This is all about your authentic self, your goddess self. And that's why I posted the YouTube to give people tips on how to encounter their goddess energy, how to embrace their goddess energy and really have that energy acquired within and let it kind of expel through the world, right? Let it expel to others. And when we think of the goddess, sometimes we think like it's like this divine feminine state of like pure and white um, light and stuff like that. But technically, the goddess has many elements. The goddess has elements of shadow. The goddess, has elements of darkness. There's all kinds of goddesses. And that's why I put the the tips because the goddess isn't necessarily like a Greek goddess. There's many cultures who have goddesses. So definitely tap into your heritage of your cultural goddesses. So for the Virgo, it's all about tapping into that space, that divine space of the goddess. I really want you guys to look up some of the history of goddesses that were in your ancestral roots. Also in your ancestral DNA it's about self and it's about how do you want to illuminate this energy how do you want to put this area of boldness and masculine from the Sun into your goddess state how do you want to be more assertive and bold in that presence really look at it as a whole on the higher self and let go of that ego essence, if you are holding on to some, it's a perfect time to really be centered in that feminine state. For the Libra, this is a perfect time for you to actually build areas towards intentions and money and wealth and creating a foundation that is structured around that space towards your goddess area. So like for instance, If like, let's say you're thinking like, what is this feminine energy and how can I use this? If it's creating like a garden where you can save money because you're now have an area where you can get your own produce or if it's maybe even reselling some of your um, old clothes or if it's investing, put that goddess energy into an area where you can actually that um, for those who are interested, I do have a goddess packet on chakrascusswords.com that is all about the new moon and also um, all about the new moon in Virgo and the full moon in Virgo. So go ahead and give that a listen. And then also um, for... The Scorpio. This is all about taking time with peers and the collective and also taking an area where you really feel centered in your space with the community and the communication. Also, it is a perfect time for you to be centered in um, areas of of building that substance of your energy with other people and building that substance of energy with other people with the community and really expelling your message of your goddess energy. For the Sagittarius, I want you to bring that essence Of the Earth element into the home, back into the roots and the background of the root chakra. Definitely with the root chakra, this is a perfect time for grounding and bringing that space forward. For the Capricorn, I want you to look towards your creativity, your passion, and your area of worth, where you really are moving through. What is it that a goddess would create? What would make a goddess feel passionate? Especially uh, if you want to enhance the romance a little bit, this is a perfect time to do so. For the Aquarius, this is actually happening in the sixth house. So this is all about that area of, um, That area of ritual and intentions on the daily matter, picking up new areas of health and wellness. Also for the Aquarius, this is a perfect time for you to find daily goddess rituals, daily rituals that are centered around the feminine energy and really look at it as a whole. Also for the Pisces, this is the time that you're going to want to look at your partnerships and see how this energy is kind of portraying. portraying, how it's portraying with your alliances, with your groups of community. Build a union. This is a perfect time for you to have a feminine um, collaboration, a feminine energy collaboration. Get out there and meet other women who are centered in the same spaces as you, especially with the same elements of you. Really get out there and um, put yourself out there to have more partnerships for the for the um, for the Aries this is a time where you are going to be centered around let's just say a little bit of that dark feminine energy a little bit more of the seductive goddess energy I want you to embrace the magic the sex magic the area of intuition when you're with your partner the area of of essence when you are creating that magic of alchemy when you are with somebody. Really bring that intimacy and that romance full forward like a goddess would, like a seductive feminine goddess would. For the Taurus, this is a perfect time for you to look at your higher space in travel and also with higher education. So take that time to learn. Really learn about. About the elements of where the goddess came from, where the goddess is um, working through, especially in different areas of the world. Like, look up different areas of the goddess. I have a few oracle decks that will um, show me like messages from past goddesses of history. I think one is called the Divine Feminine Oracle. And then I also have the White Light Oracle, which speaks of different um, goddess spirits and different um, gods that goddesses that really let you learn more. So pick up something that can let you embrace that energy. For the Gemini, this is a perfect time for reputation and your legacy and your achievements of that area of space to really come full forward, to really come in that space where you're using your words to speak to others and really using that to have that achievement, to create that legacy, to create that goddess energy that you want to expel to the universe, really have it out there. For the Cancer, this is a perfect time for you to start networking and really be in your community to give back to others, to give back to others, especially in an area of the collective, to give back to the community and give back to your higher purpose of energy, of the goddess that you see yourself within your community, within your collective, within your coven. So really let that space kind of enhance your um, traits. For the Leo, this is a perfect time for you to be centered in meditation. Do some goddess ritual dances, like really get out there and take that time to escape from the everyday life life from the mundane life from the critical life right take that time to explore your energy to explore your space and really see how it feels to live in your divine essence of purity and your divine essence of wisdom and your higher self so really enjoy that space and I want to thank everybody who popped into the room and thank you oh yes we have some amazing people we have a Pisces and a Virgos in the chat. So if anybody doesn't have any questions, I will be closing out the room pretty soon. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Please, um, tap on the pinned link of Chakras and Cuss Words, um, podcast on the YouTube channel of my latest vlog and give it a follow. It helps me. And everybody have an amazing day and welcome to Virgo season. Bye.